After crashing to $25,000, Bitcoin's price has gone back above $30,000. Our rise since then has come with the largest number of short liquidations since July 26, 2021. While this type of short squeeze can mark a dead cat bounce or relief rally before another drop, we've seen these types of move cement local and generational bottoms too. In those situations, the pump is artificial, but the sellers have already left. As a result, the market goes up. That said, we have nothing but air between today's price and $21,000. No time for complacency. Since January 2022, most of the price movements have come from traders getting liquidated. The direction depends on which side gets sapped. We don't have a lot of buyers or sellers. It's entirely possible the whole run from $33,000 to $48,000 came from Terra's Bitcoin buying spree. Small movements of money can push the price up or down a lot more than you probably think. As quickly as a small bout of selling can send the market into a panic tailspin on low liquidity and excessive leverage, a small buy order can push it in the opposite direction with the opposite result. As I pointed out in my most recent update, now that we've gone a full year since April's local high of $65,000, we can see some crazy coincidences that align with behaviors and patterns from 2014. You can see what I'm talking about in my most recent update, which is posted on May 12th. You can scroll down, tap the button, you get that. In last week's poll, I asked, will Bitcoin's price drop below $29,000? 56% of responders said yes. They were right. I'll have another poll next week. For now, just a few bits of content. Scroll down for the links or listen on for the content. Compound Treasury, NAB's credit rating from S&P. Bottom line, a yield farming company, Compound Prime LLC, got rated B- by one of the U.S.'s top rating agencies. My take, B- is not a good rating, but it's higher than I would have expected. If that rating rises, that will build trust in cryptocurrency as a viable financial tool. Still, I find it odd that this press release has a positive tone. In its report, S&P said major rating weaknesses include, in our view, the company's very low capital base, regulatory risk associated with cryptocurrencies, considerable operational risk and complexity, convertibility risk between private stablecoins and fiat currency, and the potential hurdles to create or to generate a 4% return. That's not bad for a crypto company but not exactly something to brag about. Why we care? There's a lot of work left to do. It's a long road to Tipperary. Uh, also, check out a tweet from Altcoin Psycho. Happy to be wrong, but we haven't seen a single post-mortem yet from any big protocols that had their treasuries on anchor. I'm sure they'll emerge soon. In my opinion, it's just too early to call a bottom when we don't even know the true scale of the damage here, and I agree with that sentiment. Will Terra's UST and Luna crash cause a shift to cryptos that have stood the test of time? It's an article uh, with the link below. And it's an interesting question, especially with rumors that altcoins will drop another 90% lower and only Bitcoin will survive. Please read the article. And, what do you, and tell me what you think. You can leave a comment. If you scroll down, you tap that button and leave a comment. And last, I'm hoping somebody with some insight can help me understand a pattern I found in USDT movements. That's Tether, for those who don't know the acronym. I honestly don't know whether these movements are normal or nothing remarkable, and it'd be great to get your insights and expertise. Please tap below, read the full tweet thread, and reply. Thank you very much. Relax and enjoy the ride.